This is the Become an Unstoppable Woman podcast with Lindsay Preston, episode 61, Master Time Management. Welcome to the Become an Unstoppable Woman podcast, the show for goal-getting, fear-facing women who are kicking ass by creating change. I'm your host, Lindsay Preston. I'm a wife, mom of two, and a multi-certified life coach to women all over the world. I've lived through enough in life to know that easier doesn't always equate to better. We can't fear the fire, we must learn to become it. And on this show, I'll teach you how to do just that. So join me as I challenge you to become even more of the strong, resilient, and powerful woman you are meant to be. Let's do this. Hey there, Miss Unstoppable. Welcome to another episode of the show. Today, as you see, we're talking about mastering time management. Now, disclosure for you, I almost named this episode, Get Shit Done Strategically. (laughs) I feel like either title, it could go either way. But then I thought about the SEO of this and I thought maybe time management is what we should go with. So either way, you're going to learn how to get stuff done in your life and do it in a really smart, strategic way. This is something I coach a lot of women on is they have so much on their plates. They have so many things that they want to do. They want to achieve it all. They want to go after it all. But how can they make it all fit into their schedule, especially if they have, you know, things they're trying to maintain as they go after their goals and dreams? Maybe they have a day job and they're wanting to switch careers. Maybe they have a family that they're trying to maintain as they up-level their lives. So just a lot of things going on. And I figured we need to talk about this on the podcast because we haven't yet, A. And two, if I'm coaching on it so much, then other people out there must have a little bit of struggle with this. So we're going to clear the air today, and you're going to learn once and for all how to finally master this time management thing in a very smart, strategic way. You ready? Now, before we get into it, just want to give a shout out to all of my new August clients. So this episode is going live on September the 7th. As I'm recording it, it's August 31st, 2020. So August is officially wrapping up. And by far, August has been my biggest month to date ever. Oh my goodness. You may have seen if you follow me on social media, the amount of client materials that I sent out in August. There's a picture of me with all of these um, unstoppable binders and boxes in this huge basket that I'm taking into the post office. Oh my goodness, it's been incredible. So many of you are waking up and seeing that it is time to go after your goals and dreams now. No more time to sit around and wait for it anymore. Now is the time. Like there is just an action that's happening and I am all for it. And I'm super excited. Um, just how excited everybody is about the new Simple Success coaching system. They just feel so at ease signing up for this process because, A, I guarantee results. I mean, who wouldn't love that? Of Oh, my gosh, like I'm actually going to make these things happen. And if they don't happen, it's on Lindsay, you know, like I get my investment back. That's how confident I am in this process. I've been using it now for six years, not only in my own life, but for clients. And it works. 
And I've been kind of shying away from that. And I'm like, why, why am I shying away from that? This stuff works. And so I have no problem guaranteeing results to put anybody who is uneasy about signing up for coaching and making an investment like that at peace because it, it is, it's a little scary to invest in something, especially coaching. It's not necessarily something that's very um, well known yet. And it's for some people, especially me, I remember the feeling thinking like, is this like woo-woo and wacky? Like, <laughs> what am I doing investing in this? And in time, in just a few weeks, you start to see, oh my gosh, this is the best investment ever. And I, I've truly realized that over the past few months. I've brought on a lot of contractors in my business and they have me fill out these branding questionnaires as I bring them on so they can learn more about my business. And they ask things like, what are the values of your business? What do you stand for? And I've realized as I fill these out time and time again of my core belief in this business or my core value is that I want this to be the best investment in somebody's life. And so that was really the forefront as to why I shifted into just having one nine-month coaching process where it's basically one-on-one. We're doing 20 one-on-one calls throughout that process because we're going to get the depth and you're going to just really gain the clarity and momentum that you need to make your goals and dreams happen, not just in those nine months, but time and time and time again. You're going to get so much support and accountability, and it's just been so amazing. I already have some women who are I think two or three months into the process already because I've been slowly kind of moving to this process over the past few months and seeing their results have just been so much fun. So I welcome all of you who have signed up. And as you listen to this show, I just really encourage you to say, okay, this is great content, but content is only half the equation. It's content plus coaching that equals change. Coaching is the thing that's going to allow you to get that individual attention for your life and really get you into action in a way that works best for you, okay? But again, this is great content, all right? So stay tuned because it's going to rock your world. All right, so let's talk about it. Mastering time management, or as I said, get shit done strategically. All right, so the first thing I want to talk about here, it's the number one thing I see with women is they want to get so much done, but they're tired. And this is something that's really rocked my world recently, because if you're big into the Enneagram, I am an Enneagram five. Fives are known for being very stingy with their energy because deep down they have this core fear that they're just going to run out of energy and just be depleted beyond um, what they are capable of. And so I've really realized this about myself and I've really tried to do all of these things to kind of hack my energy to be able to get more done. And what I've realized is that it's not really about being physically tired because many times we think that's what it is, is that we're just physically tired and we need to rest, but it's really our thoughts that are creating a tired feeling. Yes, sometimes our body is physically tired, but if we're constantly telling ourselves that we're tired or we have this deep, dark fear like I do of running out of energy, that can be something that really slows us down. Also, what I see with clients is the first three weeks as we're working together, we're going in and we're analyzing 
in essence, all the biggest negative beliefs and thoughts that they have about themselves, their lives, and the world, many of which they didn't even know they were thinking and telling themselves. And in essence, what those beliefs are, are like a hundred pound backpack. And so they're carrying around this really heavy load of all of these negative beliefs. Because you have to remember, their brain has something like 40,000 thoughts per day, something like 80% are negative, and something like 80 or 90% are the repeated thoughts from the day prior. So we develop these thoughts from childhood when our brain is in this place when it's extremely, extremely emotional. And so after that, we just keep repeating them over and over and over. That's why so many of us just feel like we have these childlike moments at times, right? We witness them in other people like, oh my gosh, calm it down, (laughs) right? Um, And so we have to go and we have to first build awareness of that. And then we have to go in and heal that stuff. And so for my clients, when we go in and we find those beliefs and then we go in and heal that, they just feel like this huge weight is off their back, like they've lost that 100-pound backpack. And then they just have so much more energy, which further proves that it's our thinking that keeps us tired, not necessarily what we're doing every day, okay? Because I'm at a place right now where I'm getting more done than ever. I have my kids home almost 24-7 because of the coronavirus, and my business is taking off, and yet I have more energy than ever. And it's because I really realized that this tired feeling is a thought. If I'm walking around all day saying, I'm tired, I'm tired, I'm tired, or um, I just have these beliefs, like I said, that are weighing me down, of course I'm going to be tired. So I've been doing a lot of work around that to see what is in my mindset that maybe needs to go that's not serving me anymore. So that's why mindset work or thought work, as it's also called, is so important. So what I want you to just start to explore in yourself is what are the thoughts you're telling yourself every day? Is it things, just little things that maybe you don't even realize are are hindering your energy? Things like, oh, I don't want to go to work. Oh, this is so draining. I don't want to do this. I don't like so-and-so. Those kinds of negative thoughts that you're telling yourself are weighing on you. And, And this is why two people have to caffeinate all the time and then they leave their day and they're having to de-stress with things like alcohol because they're just not feeling good in their minds. And they're telling them these little bitty negative things all day long, and it's just weighing on them over and over and over again. This is why, too, I don't drink caffeine anymore. I don't drink alcohol anymore. I just don't feel like I need it because I've cleared up my mind. And so now my mind is so focused in on my goals, my dreams. I have so much energy no matter what circumstances come up for me. Like even now when I'm recording this, this morning, my daughter started running a fever. She woke up with like 100.0. She does go to school now. It's been, gosh, a week and a half. And so, of course, you know, the alarms went off of, oh, my goodness, what do we got here? Took her to the doctor, got a strep test, corona test. Both are negative. It turns out it may just be a virus, which they're all wearing masks at school. And so all of the parents and I are like, how are they spreading a virus? Because like half of her grade is out today. But I am starting to feel a little bit off, (laughs) starting to feel a little bit sick. But I had this to-do list today. And even though I'm feeling a little bit off, 
it's amazing that I still have this energy to get on here and record this podcast for you and do all the other things. Whereas before that stuff would have just been too much. I would have felt too tired, but I just kept chipping away at my mindset. What are the things that are holding me back? What are those thoughts that are really weighing me down? You know, again, that hundred pound backpack, let me kind of take some of these pounds out. And as you just keep doing that work, it just gets lighter and lighter. And you may think, Lindsay, I don't have time for that. I don't have time to do this mindset work and analyze my thoughts. I need results now. I need actions now. Well, what's going to happen again is you're just going to continue to carry around this backpack and in essence, climb this mountain of you wanting to get these goals and dreams with all this weight. And it may seem like you slow down for a little bit of time to go in and do this kind of mindset thought work, whatever you want to call it. And it's, it is going to slow you down a little bit externally, but what's going to happen is that you're going to release some of that weight and you're going to start moving faster than the people who just keep the backpack on. Okay. So you're just going to get your goals and dreams faster and faster and faster. So what I've realized in my life is I started coaching as a client in 2013. So that was seven years ago. And I feel like what I've done in seven years is what some people do in a lifetime. In essence, I've rebuilt my life because at the time when I signed up for coaching, um, I was in a high conflict, or I just finished a high conflict divorce. I had no job, just a little bit in savings, picking my life back together. And I did that. I found, you know, my quote unquote dream guy. I don't know if I really want to call him that, but you know, the guy that I really wanted to be with. And then developed this life where we got married, had a baby, I've built this business, I help other women, and now, you know, financially things are really starting to take off in that arena. It's just like, oh my gosh, you know, I realized I had everything I once dreamed of at age 35, and now what? It's like, what do I, what am I going to do for the rest of my life? But it did seem like for those few months, if even like a year, maybe max, that I did feel like I was kind of slowing down with coaching and doing this mindset work. But then I just started picking up the pace and I just got so much done. You know, I've mentioned on another episode that I have this Living the Dream program that I have for, in essence, Um, It's in the last three months of my nine-month coaching process. But then after that, you can continue to stay in there and get ongoing coaching and support. And so I have some of my old clients coming back and getting into that, that program so they can continue to get support on their goals and dreams. And it's just so interesting to me, um, or it will be so interesting to me how much they get done this next year because we're really going to measure everything. And I can't wait to share with you just how much they accomplish this next year because I think it's going to blow some people's minds because I can see a lot of them building a business, losing weight, improving all of these relationships just within a year's time as I'm really studying their lives. And you're going to just fully see how fast they're able to build so much because, again, they don't have this weighted backpack of telling themselves things like they're tired and all those other negative beliefs that are weighing them down. All right. So on that note, if you're thinking, okay, Lindsay, well, I know what not to think. I know what not to believe, which is I'm tired and all of these negative thoughts. What should I intentionally think and believe instead? And I wanted to share some thoughts with you for you to try on in essence. So when I say try on a thought, it means I'm just gonna share them with you and you can try them on like clothes. Like start to tell it to yourself and think, is that something that I wanna believe as true? 
And if it is, then what you want to do is, in essence, you want to build a brain wire to tell yourself over and over again this thought so that your brain believes it to be true. It's just like when you're learning how to type on a keyboard or drive a car or do anything, you have to do it over and over again. And then all of a sudden it becomes habitual. You just know, oh, I know how to drive a car. I know where the letter A is on the keyboard. It's the same thing with thoughts and beliefs. Like we think it's so complex. We think it's even silly to do it this way, but this is just the way the brain works. It just needs to build the habit to believe a certain thing if we want it to, right? So again, I'm going to share these with you. You try them on. You see, do I want to believe this to be true? And if so, just start to tell it to yourself every day, okay? So the first one is I can get everything and more I want done every day. Or you could say it every week, every month, right? So I'm going to say it again. I can get everything and more I want done every day. Or you could say every week, every month. So I say this one to myself, and I've just started saying this one to myself in the past few months, especially when coronavirus hit. Because at first I got into a little bit of that victim mindset of, well, there go my goals and dreams. You know, now I'm just going to be taking care of kids. Screw it. And then I really thought after a few weeks when even I was starting to gain weight and just kind of getting this, you know, what was me mentality of, wait a second, like, I don't have to let this define me. And what is it that I intentionally want to think so that I can make this time of my life something where I get even closer to my family and I get even better at my business and even get better as a person? And so this is one of the things I started to say was I can get everything and more I want done every day. And I even say no matter what on mine. And it's just created this resilience in me, this discipline, this empowerment to say I'm going to make my to-do list happen every single day. And I also say some other beliefs not related to getting stuff done of like, I show up fully to my family. I'm an incredible mother because that's one thing we struggle with as women, right? Is when we go after things, you know, some other beliefs come up of like, oh, I'm a bad partner. I'm a bad mom. I'm a bad this. And it's just not true. Okay. We can show up and be amazing in our personal life and still get a lot done too. It doesn't have to be black and white of, good or bad. It can just be, I get a lot done and I'm really good. You know, that's where we really need to question, again, deeper beliefs there. Because a lot of people think, well, the amount of time I spend with my kids or my family is what makes me a quote unquote good partner or quote unquote good mom. And that's just not necessarily true. It may not be the amount of time. It may be the impact that you have and the amount of time you're with them. Okay, so just something to think about and start to try on again. If you want to start to think I can get everything and more I want done every day, every week, every month. Another thought to try on is I have more than enough time. So this is one I had to wrap my head around because I'd always just felt like I didn't have enough time or I didn't have enough energy. So I started to say, I have more than enough time to get everything done because sometimes I can get like a little bit anxious of got to get it done, got to get it done. And instead, I just wanted to go into this and say, I can get everything done every day, but I have more than enough time. So there's no need to have anxiety, no need to rush, no need to push this. I don't know if you can hear my son in the background right now. (laughs) This mic is super sensitive and I'm recording this. Um, right before dinner time, which is not typically when I record, but I told you like today it's been an off day because my daughter's been sick and all this other stuff. So if you hear him in the background, (laughs) 
just have patience with me again. You know, this is the power of these saying these beliefs is like I get everything done no matter what, right? So I get it done even if you may hear my son acting silly in the background with my husband. All right. So as I said, I have more than enough time. Another belief I've said to myself is I have endless energy. So as I said, energy was something I've really struggled with. And instead, now I just tell myself I have endless energy. I even say I'm never going to run out because I have this fear. I'm just going to run out and be depleted beyond repair. It's just not true. It's just a silly thought that my brain has thought over the years. I don't even know why. It just does. But instead, I say I have endless energy. Then I also say I have all the energy I need to make my goals happen well. Because sometimes I think, well, maybe I'm just rushing through. Maybe I'm not doing it well. And so I've just kind of conned myself with this thought of, I have all the energy I need to make my goals happen well. So then I just calm myself and say, yes, I'm doing it well. I'm not going to rush. I'm not going to be anxious. I have more than enough time. As I said, I have endless energy. I'm going to get it done and do it well. Another thing I've been telling myself, I kind of mentioned it earlier, is I'm an amazing mom and I'm an amazing wife. Because again, my brain at times and other women's brains can just have these thoughts of, well, if I'm getting all this done and I'm not with my family all the time or as much as maybe I once thought I should be with them, then maybe I'm a quote unquote bad mom or bad wife or bad person, sister, mother, whatever, or, you know, daughter. No, just I've started to tell myself I'm an amazing mom. And And things have changed for us during this whole coronavirus thing. You know, my son never watched any kind of videos or anything like that. And now every day he has probably like an hour's time where I'm just like, here, baby, he watches some things on my phone and it is what it is. And there are times when I have judgments about that. I know there are times that I feel it off my husband even of like, oh, he's on his videos again. And I just keep telling myself, I'm an amazing mom. I'm an amazing mom. Because the reality is, is, When I look back on what I was doing before, it was almost not needed. Like, it's okay sometimes for him to watch videos. It's okay sometimes for my kids to play by themselves. You know, it's okay sometimes for things to be a little bit messy and and let's just like roll with it, you know? What's more important to me at this journey of having a perfectly clean house with perfectly educated kids, perfectly behaved kids? Not necessarily, no. I just want to go for good enough, but I also want to make my goals and dreams happen. And by just shifting my thoughts a little bit, like what I'm sharing here, it's allowed me to kind of release the reins on some of the stuff at home that really at the end of the day don't matter. It doesn't matter that I have a perfectly clean house. It doesn't matter that my son doesn't watch videos ever. Like, it just doesn't, yeah? The other thing that I tell myself a lot is I got this. You hear me saying this one on the podcast, a lot of you got this, but anytime I just start to feel a little bit overwhelmed or like, oh, I don't know where to go, maybe I'll question, you know, what what's the top things on my priority list. I'll just remind myself, I got this. And I'll even say like, I know where to go. I know what to do. I'm going to make it happen. I'm a smart decision maker. I just really start to love on myself when I start to doubt myself a little bit. The last thing I want to share with you here, a thought to try on, is I can do hard things. So, so many women stop themselves, and they may not even consciously think about this, but they stop themselves because they think, oh, I can't do it, or it's too hard, or I'm not meant for this. But you can do hard things. You can absolutely do this. This is one thought that I really started to program in 
gosh, I think like a year or two ago because um, I don't really think that I believed it at the time. It seems so weird now because I totally believe it now that I can do so many hard things. But at the time, I just felt like I really needed to tell myself that. Like I didn't believe that I could do it. And now it's just a part of my being. So if you're in that boat where you just question that you can do hard things sometimes, start to try that thought on and repeat it to yourself. Okay. Now, one more thing I want to just say here to hit home with this whole belief concept is that disbelief plus action doesn't equal results. Okay, I'm going to say it again, and then I'm going to explain it more. But if you have disbelief, but you're taking action, it doesn't equal the results that you want. So you have to have the belief of what you're wanting plus the actions to get the results. Okay, so if I'm wanting the result of, for example, I get my whole to-do list done in a smart and strategic way by the end of the week, but if I'm going into that saying, I can't do it, it's too hard, I don't have energy, I don't know how to make smart decisions, then I'm likely not going to get the result I want of my to-do list being done. It's just, it's just too hard. You're fighting against yourself the whole time. You know, I encounter this with clients all the time that have similar beliefs to that is that they're just telling themselves all this negative crap all day long and they're in this frantic actions phase of just like getting all this done. But at the end of the week, it's like, what did I do? What did I get done? I mean, I got some stuff done, but it's not really truly intentionally done in the way that I wanted it to get done. Whereas I don't feel that way anymore because I believe in myself and what decisions I make. And then I take action from that place and then I get the results that I want, okay? So it's just really, really hard to get the results you want with you telling yourself all of this negative stuff, okay? The other thing I wanna share here is massive thinking equals massive action. So that means if you're thinking in a really big way, and you know, I have a free training that recently came out It's um, Accomplish Your Dreams, and it's a four-day video training. And in this, I'm talking about this. On day one, I'm talking about painting the vision and how important it is to paint a really big vision for your life. And this is something I'm not naturally good at. Some of you are. You have a strength called Futuristic. It's a Clifton strength. But I don't have this one. And so I never really painted that big of a vision for my life. I had to really learn how to do this. So wherever you fall on that scale, if you're good at it or not, I encourage you to go get that training. Just go to lindsay, L-I-N-D-S-A-Y, epreston.com forward slash free training. And you will learn this too of this big vision you want to create. Because when you have that big vision, in essence, you're creating massive thinking. And so from there, it's just really easy for you to feel motivated to go take massive action. And this is just, again, research has shown this, is that if you're not feeling motivated to go after something, a lot of times it's because you don't have a clear enough vision and not a big enough vision, okay? So if you just think, oh, I just need to go, you know, lose five pounds and then that's the end of my journey, a lot of times that's not enough for people. They need to say, I'm going to lose five pounds and I'm going to live the healthiest life I've ever lived. And they just see this bigger vision for what it is, okay? Now, let's talk about like the actual strategy of, you know, you've got this stuff that you want to do on your to-do list. What's the best way to sit down and actually put it on your calendar and get it done? So the first thing that I want you to do every week, and I do this on Sundays, sometimes even on Fridays, to be honest with you, but I will create my to-do list for that next week, okay? And I encourage you to do it before Monday. Some people like to do it like Monday morning, 
oof, that is just, it doesn't feel good to me that way. I like to know before the official week starts what I'm doing that week, okay? So write down all the things you want to get done that week and then ask yourself if it's all worth doing and why. So for a lot of women, they have a lot of people-pleasing tendencies that they need to get rid of and they're doing things they don't really want to do, but they're doing them anyway, okay? So they're like, oh, you know, I'm making cookies for the bake sale, Or, you know, I'm going to go help my dad out, do blah, blah, blah kind of stuff, you know, or even stuff at work. But then when they really sit down with it, they're like, I don't really want to go do that. But they may think in their head, but I should go do that. I should go help my dad. I should help with the bake sale. I should do that thing at work because I'm the only one that can do it. But really, this is what's holding you back. You know, I'm going to do another podcast episode coming up about words and phrases to eliminate from your vocabulary, and should is one of them. Should is just something that's just going to not create fulfillment for you, first of all, and also create resentment in you of like, oh, I'm going to do this stuff and I don't really want to do it. And so it's just going to, in essence, keep holding you back and creating more weight on that 100-pound backpack I keep talking about. Like you're going to add another five pounds. Nobody wants to add another five pounds to that backpack. So really start to think about, okay, what are the things that I really don't want to be doing, but I'm doing them anyway? And it may not be that you cut it black and white, but start to think about how can I get this off my to-do list? So something for me is that I've been my daughter's room mom for many years now. And this year when I really sat down with it, I just thought, you know, I don't really want to keep doing this. Yes, I'm good at it. Yes, I know she's enjoy it, but it feels like a should activity. And granted, it doesn't even take that much time, but it's just time for me to let it go. And it took me some time. Like I really wrestled with it. I really had some thoughts that I was beating myself up about it. At the end of the day, it was a strut activity and I needed to let it go. So just know that too, it's not going to be overnight that you're like cutting all of this stuff out, but just start to question your thinking and question what's on your list every week. Is this stuff that I really want to do? Okay. So then ideally, you know, in time, you're ending up with a list of all the things that you just really want to do. And two, this is why coaching can help so much because you may be in a job or position where you're just doing all this crap you don't want to do, but you can't get out of it per se. And so in coaching, you can evolve to getting more of the life that you want and having that to-do list be all the things that you want. So that's where I'm getting in my business is I'm just doing all the things that I want to do. Like I've, I mentioned earlier, I've hired some contractors. I have an admin, for example, someone doing my online ads, someone doing my designs. Those are all things that I really don't want to do. And now I'm at a place where I can hand those off. And, um, and it's just so much easier for me to keep doing the things that I want to do. Okay. But right now, I just want you to start to analyze, ask if it's worth doing and why, and if it's things that you want to be doing. So things too is like, sometimes people just create a lot of busy work and just really ask yourself, is this really something that's going to move the needle forward to my goals and dreams? Okay. And again, this sometimes is like our brain likes to really keep us in the busy work. And so sometimes it's really helpful for somebody like a coach to look at it and say, okay, that's not really necessary. Or why are you doing that? And really questioning why you're doing it. Because then you may find that it's just this innate behavior, this habit you've built, that's really not something that's guiding you to your goals and dreams. Okay. So that's the hardest step, to be honest, is really trying to to formulate what is it that I want to do and don't want to do. And then the third step is commit to your to-do list. 
and say those thoughts that I've told you before, like, I have more than enough time to get this done. I will get this done no matter what. I can do hard things. I have endless energy. Whatever it is you need to tell yourself to say that you're going to commit and you're going to make this to-do list happen, do it. And just say, I am doing this no matter what. Because what you're doing, in essence, is you're starting to build a trust with yourself, too, of when you say you're going to show up, you show up. And then it just builds this resilience in you. And you know, like, man, when I set my mind to something, I do it. And instead of like your inner mean girl that we've talked about here on the show from time to time, that negative inner voice fighting you on it, she starts to get a lot quieter because she's like, whoa, she means business. Like she says she's going to do it and then she does it. Then you just hear those negative thoughts less and less and less. In essence, again, you start taking that weed out of your backpack. Because you say you're going to do it and you do it. You prove yourself wrong. So many times it's like we're our own worst enemy, right? And so we just have to show up and we have to prove ourselves that we can do it. Then the next thing I want you to do when you're making your weekly to-do list is to put it on your calendar and make it happen at that time. So for me, like for today, for example, I had that I had an hour block of, you know, I need to respond to some questions for my Living the Dream program. Then I I had like a 45-minute call with my admin, Rachel. Then I had an hour block of writing a social post. And so I just took everything that I needed to do this week and I started to put it in where I could put it on my calendar and I'm just making it happen. So like today, you know, some unexpected things came up with my daughter with being ill and such. And so this podcast has gotten moved around, but again, because I have the thought I'm going to get it done no matter what, I went and talked to my husband and I said, Hey, I really need about an hour to work. You know, when can we make this happen? Does it need to be this evening? And he's like, you know what? Actually, it's really slow right now at work. Why don't you go do it this evening, Lindsay? So here I am, right? (laughs) Getting it done. So you put that on the calendar, make it happen. As I said, commit to it. And so it really doesn't matter necessarily when you get it done, just that you get it done. But for me, it really helps to see it on my calendar and say, whew, okay, I've got this all planned out. Now I can relax. And then I just have to commit that I'm going to get it done in that hour or whatever time I have allowed for that. And that really helps too if you have a high inner perfectionist because sometimes you can get really lost in the details of everything of, you know, oh, let me take this and make this perfect. And if you just have that block of time knowing like, I have to get this done in this hour, you just let it go and just say, okay, moving on to the next thing. It's good enough. Going on, moving on, moving on. Because for me, that can be something that really stops me. And instead now it's like, okay, good enough. This thing is good enough. Moving on, right? And then the last thing is if when an unexpected thing happens, just see how you can fit it in. So just like what I said, if something unexpected happened today, how can I fit this in? But really, again, it always goes back to those thoughts. If you start to believe that you can get it done no matter what, you know, at first it's going to feel really foreign to you and you may not fully show up for yourself. You may not fully have the results yet of that thought that you can get it done no matter what. But in time, it's just going to build as a habit. You're going to build that brain wire, as I said, and now it's just a part of you. You know, as I said a few months ago, I didn't have this yet. I just let circumstances happen to me at times. And I just was like, oh, well, okay, coronavirus. Oh, well, my child's sick. You know, let this happen, whatever. And instead now it's like, no, I get this done no matter what. Like it's so ingrained in me. I I can't imagine not having this belief anymore. And that's how you will be too if you keep saying this. Okay, so a couple extra episodes to listen to 
our massive versus frantic action of the show. If you haven't listened to that one, that's a great supplement to this one. Also, I have something called the model printables that are in the show notes. So this is really a great one for you to start to see how different circumstances impact your thinking and your feeling. And if you're like, well, Lindsay, I don't know what you're talking about. They encourage you to go listen to the Master Your Mindset episode. Again, all of these links will be in the show notes to really start to understand how this model concept works. It's amazing. It will really start to show you your thinking and how it's never your circumstance that holds you back. It's always your way of thinking and how you can start to change your thinking so that you just come at everything with these feelings that you want to feel like empowerment, determined, you know, getting it done, strategic even. I feel like strategic could be a feeling like, right? Smart. Um, And so there you're just going to get even more awareness of what we're talking about today. But I hope you have some gold nuggets you're taking away from this one. I know just a few months ago, I would have had some major gold nuggets of Um, how to fully get everything I want to get done. You know, as I said, master your, what did I say? Master time management or get shit done strategically. So it's a really great way to just make it happen. All right, my friend. So that's all I have for you for this episode. I hope you enjoyed it and I'll see you on the next one. Bye. Hey there, Miss Unstoppable. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode. If you enjoyed it, share it with a friend. Send them a picture of this episode via text, via email, share it on social media. I'm sure they would be so appreciative to know these strategies and tips on how to accomplish your dreams. If you are ready to guarantee you're going to accomplish your goals and dreams, then it's time to start coaching with me. In my nine-month simple success coaching system, I am going to walk you every single step of the way to ensure that you get the goals and dreams that you want. The first step is to apply for a free 60-minute consult call. Just go to lindsay, L-I-N-D-S-A-Y, epreston.com forward slash apply to get started. As always, my friend, remember... You're only as unstoppable as you believe you can be. So believe in yourself. You got this.